Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Hi, this is Janice. Today's topic I thought I would talk to you about is good boss, bad boss. And just as there are with staff, there are about probably 50 shades of gray between super awesome boss and replace, please. I was going to call this talk about good staff, bad staff, but when I was thinking my way through it, I realized that it is the executive or owner of the practice who is going to set the bar on how well staff perform and whether they exceed expectations. Unfortunately, being a great executive and leader is not a talent we naturally had installed in our gene pool before birth. On the other side of it, that means that it is a skill and can be learned by anyone, right? Some people develop these skills in different ways and at different paces. I know that some people have grown up with families that are both mama and dad are amazing executives, but that's a fairly rare thing. There's executives and there's really awesome executives and those ones shine above all others so most of us have had to learn the skill in a practice setting the reputation of the practice and your net income is largely influenced by the skill of yourself as an executive because you own the practice so what skills would be needed in order to achieve super awesome boss status Hmm, I made a list of a bunch of them. One of them is that a super awesome boss cares about people and is interested in them and their lives, whether this is staff or your patients or your clients. For real, not fake. For some people, this takes a little practice to develop, but it can be achieved. There are people who really don't give a heck about anyone else, in which case they probably shouldn't be a healthcare professional because you're dealing with people all day long. So, given that you do like people somewhat, grow that ability and make it be all-encompassing, like that you really, really, really sink your teeth into getting to know people. Okay, number two is sort of related to that. You know, it's whether or not a super awesome boss listens to their staff and their patients and clients genuinely, like really listen to what they have to say. A good boss does not argue with them, but works on understanding the full picture and then works out a solution with them. Because sometimes staff do come to you with some very unusual questions or ideas or problems, and it's very good It's a very good skill, actually, to be able to listen all the way through the whole problem, to collect all the data, ask questions as necessary, till you have the whole picture. And then you give them the solution or recommend a direction they should take. Another super awesome boss skill is being consistent. If you give an order to do something, you should diarize a follow-up to ensure it is done. Some people do send an order to the staff and say, let's get this um, project done to go through past charts, let's say, and do a bit of a chart audit and see who hasn't been called, who got forgotten or missed, and that sort of thing. 
But then they forget they've given the order, and a couple of months later they go, you know, I thought I asked somebody to do that. You know, but if you had diarized, okay, in one week I want this done, and you put it in your diary that you are going to check up with them, that consistency ensures that in the future when you give orders they know you're for real. If you set practice policy on how something is to be done, another aspect of this, to be done now and forever, you must follow through and make sure that it is always done. You can't say, well, morning huddle is at 9 o'clock some days. (laughs) You know, if it's at 9 o'clock, it's at 9 o'clock. Everybody be here at 10 to 9, get your coats off, get your coffee done, be ready, whatever, and then at 9 o'clock we have our meeting. You can't be wishy-washy as a boss and let things slide. It just is going to come back and bite you in the butt every time. Number four idea I had was that, you know, these are things that I've observed in really awesome bosses, is that you must be a good trainer and also good at correcting mistakes without taking the person's head off who made the mistake. There are right ways to do all of this. But being patient and being willing to explain how you want things done and to guide them into seeing why that would be the right way is so much better than just yelling at them and say, don't ever do that again. I mean, you know how well that's going to go over. Not. The next one is team leadership is very important, super awesome boss skill. And setting setting good achievable goals and targets are also very important in moving the practice up to new levels of great service and production. Staff need clear guidance on where you want your practice to go because it is your practice and it's your vision for it that they're trying to help you with because that's why they've been hired, not to boss you, but to follow through and achieve what you as a boss are aiming for. Another super awesome boss skill is being able to give orders in a firm and positive way. You know, staff need this. Sometimes you can say things like, "Um, do you think you could get the mailing done by the end of this week? And you walk away thinking they're going to do it. Well, they're not a lot of the time. I won't say everybody would fail to comply to that, but a lot of staff, would they get busy doing other things and And they just didn't think it sounded that important because it wasn't given, I want it done by this date and by this time. Okay, so another one is a good boss must be able to organize for efficiency and production. And this often takes some thought and planning and scrutinizing and discussing with your staff to see how and where systems can be more streamlined. Most doctors actually shrink away from doing this and just sort of let things run along without analysis and adjustment. And you know what happens? Your income suffers as a result. So always looking for better ways to improve the efficiency or do something in the practice that will give more and better service in a more timely manner is a very good thing to do from time to time. The next one is be able to validate or acknowledge openly when a staff member or the whole team do something really well or pull off a stiff target that you gave them to do, like get this out the door by blah, blah, blah time, and they did it. It's very important. Praise is a very valuable commodity that is often quite lacking in a practice. 
And there is a rule about this also, and that is praise in public, criticize in private. So when somebody's done something really well or the team did something really awesome, let them know as a whole in front of everybody. If they've done some error or made a mistake, don't take it up in front of other people. Take it up privately because they're much more open to being corrected if it's not done in front of other people. And another point is for any staff who are listening, and the, if the boss does something and you are witness to it, give the boss praise because we like it too as bosses to have a staff member go, wow, that was amazing that you did that, or wow, I never thought of doing it that way. And you say, well, thank you very much. You know, graciously accept a little praise yourself once in a while. The next point is, as a super awesome boss skill, be worthy of respect because you are living up to your role as an executive and doing what is expected of you. You must set a good example and be a good role model for your team. A small example of this is if you're always late for work, it could open the door to staff to follow suit, right? And further, this point means getting everyone to fulfill their duties to the max. Being nice and accepting excuses why things aren't done or not done well does not earn you as a boss any respect. The last point is a good boss rewards production. Putting in a bonus system to reward production on a weekly or monthly basis can have a wonderful result as that puts the staff on the same page as you in terms of increased productivity can result in increased take-home pay. But there are good and bad systems, so make sure that you do something that works for your practice. So in summation, I would say that I could go on and on and on telling you a lot of other essential aspects of being the super awesome boss. But I think if you think you are already perfect, then you have a self-analysis problem because all of us have room for improvement. There is no such thing as a perfect boss. And it is something that we all need to work on, fine-tuning forever and ever. You must consistently work toward the ideal executive. Learn, 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 and then put it into practice. So have fun with this. I hope I gave you some helpful tips. Please uh, do uh, friend my podcast and share it with your friends as well. Like it and share it. All right? And stay tuned for more. Bye now. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,700 clients over the last 30 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for more helpful tips on how to manage your practice.